Dumplings from all over the world, yes. I visited a niche, as loyal viewers of the show will remember. I was accused of being drunk in this kitchen at 5 o'clock, which I was not. Not at 5 o'clock, anyway. But yeah, beverages were Not yet. Yeah, not yet, though. That's why we did it early. Right. Like, let's get this out of the way. That's the reason we did it early? Oh, yes! Because... uh... Well, we're gonna go we get something to eat. Fun and frivolity from being aired to all the. And then we knew we were gonna go right into drinking and smoking. And actually, we didn't smoke cigars that night. I don't. Did we? No, we didn't. That's Either nice. way, um, I just wanted to uh, publicly give Anish uh, credit because the next day, when we were getting ready to leave to head to Notre Dame, he made me uh, drip style coffee, as you would do at your house. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, um, but the mug he served it to me in or he put on the counter for me, was warm. Oh, and man. I said, oh, man, the mug's even warm before my coffee's wow. in it. And he's like, wow. and he very, you're supposed to serve coffee in a warm mug. I don't know why people don't understand what do you, this. What do you think? I am some kind of savage here? Some kind of animal? Exactly. <laughs> savage is better, right? That's awesome. I, we don't warm our mugs in uh, the B. Dowd house. I'm just saying, say. it was a very nice, it was like a bed and breakfast. Did he so, warm your uh, robe and underwear before you put it on? There? Of course, well, among but, other things, yes. Well, but but what I'm saying is, if you have the opportunity to stop by Anisha's bed and Listen, breakfast, I in stayed Pittsburgh. at the the Chateau de Money earlier. Uh, you well, know, we don't treat a, our a week that beforehand, well. and so all I had—I mean, it was just repaying the favor. Uh, it was good. I heard. So, I mean, it was a good experience at Notre Dame. I heard it was a great experience. Uh, Minnesota, I heard it was dry. I heard it was uh, temperate. It was just We beautiful. haven't talked. A... Yeah, we took a bye week last week. and So did Purdue. Um, I mean, and, like and the yes, week people, before. Coffee snobs, yes. We're, it's weird to be drinking coffee on the handsome hour. I will say that. Um, I should have coffee in my hand. I, I don't I feel naked. This is what happens whenever anybody has a bourbon on this show. He goes, hold know, on. I have and he leaves nice... the, and he leaves yeah, the room I would be gone from the way I, I uh, Greg, uh, yes, it would take me a long time to make coffee. I'm that guy. Um, he, he, by the time you're done, you're just like, I don't want coffee. He, the show would be over and I'd be like, all right. <laughs> no. You have no idea how much time that footage at the beginning of the quick cast took. That's right. <laughs> it was That's, like four days. That was a lot of shoots. We had to have a crew in. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of, no, we weren't. But I'm going to speak. Before I forget, thanks to our friends uh, at uh, Martin Vintage, martinvintage.com. Enter boil at checkout. Get 15% off your order. Wonderful shirts. I believe uh, uh, we're all connoisseurs of their apparel. Uh, Gridiron Metalworks, also 15% off. If you enter boil They've got checkout. a special deal. They're trying to, just in case you're interested. I I, I watched Derek. Uh, he, he he came to his his customers and asked, could you make your order a little early? Sup- supply chains are tough this year. Everyone who knows that is a consumer. So make your order a little bit early. It'd be great. And then our boiled checkout get 15% off. He loves it. You know, he, he loves the boiled sports uh, people out there because be honestly, I get this is true, by the way. And you could talk to Derek about this. You guys, some of you guys were like his first customers. That's true. We awesome. made gridiron metal. I, I yeah, yeah exactly. I would, yes, exactly. <laughs> we 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 demand our royalties. You'd be nothing without us, Derek. We're that's, coming that's, for you. We gave you Paul Sadler. We did. <laughs> we wow. actually. We yeah. We didn't, but you know. We can't um, give away Paul. Paul Sadler's a gift for the world, and Derek can't even hold him down. He's. he's, a he's like, um, and and by the way, also AJ's eat AJ's uh, when you're on campus. Burgers, beers, beef. They're good. Say hi, wave, tell them we sent you. Yeah. Uh, and they send Anisha burger each time someone says that. That's so, right. Everything um, house overflowing with burgers. It's <laughs> it looks great actually. Right now you've hidden all the burgers behind that wall. It's all there. It's all <laughs> right off screen. It's just right here. I have to say, John, uh, in the comments here, maybe we could throw that up on screen. We found a way to come out of the bye week, B-U-Y, with more injuries than after a game. And I was thinking the exact same thing this week, John. Incredible. I was thinking, how does Purdue practice on a parking lot or something? How come they always <laughs> seem to be more injured after bye weeks than after games? I guess Purdue just I was so that excited for the bye week, man. I was so excited. Maybe, was, yeah, because we were all like, back. oh, they made it to the bye week. Okay. I mean, uh, so the big injury right now, right, is Trice. Like, Trice. you know, is, but everybody, I mean, like, it does seem like um, Durham is going to come back. Probably this game, we think, yes. maybe. Um, you know, like we're probably keeping Rice. Um, I, maybe. I don't know. Or we're probably getting Rice back. Maybe either this week or they're, next week. Uh, yeah. And they're no, working. I don't think so. I don't no? think so. 
I don't well, they're also so. working out running uh, wide receivers. Yeah, yes, I think Rice I and Yassin are. That's good. I think Rice and Yassin might be done for the season, is what I'm hearing. Um, I hear that uh, Jay and Anish are going to split time at running back. <laughs> yeah, um, I got hands. I'm more of a fullback. Just to be yeah, clear, yeah. At this point, you're a blocker, man. Lay the wood hey, to I've that linebacker. Hands. Give it to him. I, yeah, exactly. So, John uh, John Younger uh, confirms. Uh, Rice and Yassin are out for the year. So if you guys don't know, Yassin, um, he he had a, a major knee injury, game. it sounds like. And uh, uh, that's it for him. So I don't know what that means. Uh, I think it, it but, sounds but like we think, but, stuff to me. But but we expect David Bell and um, um, Wright to be available, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, yep. absolutely. Okay. Yep. And of course, the news, we should just get right to it, is that uh, uh, AOC was named the starter. Yeah, that's a big and deal. It, it, and, so I didn't hear Brahms say it, but I saw that you know the the quotes of him making it almost sound like yeah, he's our starter, like very. Which like, is interesting because five seven days ago, whatever he was like, yeah, we're we're open. We don't know who's right. starting. We're, everybody's getting a right. look. In I, fact, I, every person might play quarterback at some point if you've ever <laughs> held a football. Like it sounded to me on Monday or whenever that was that there's a very good chance we'll see three quarterbacks. Right. Right. Well, and that's so. we, we just got asked that question. Uh, and, and I've seen that all over Twitter. Why is Alemo not or not even just Alemo? Right. Haven't we also heard why isn't Burton a, a, an option? People have been talking about that. I Burton's bet, gonna, Burton's gonna I bet we see Burton. Uh, yeah, I bet we see Burton, particularly against Iowa, particularly against that defense that really loves to play straight up. Um, I bet there is some strangeness with Burton. In, I am fine with it. Yeah. But when he comes in, isn't it like Purdue's just saying, hey. Hey, not gonna pass here. But no, but the that, thing. no, if, if, he if, he would, if they would go back to the old, if the old Jeff Brom would stand up and say, "Okay, maybe I'll bring him in sometime, and we'll pass into the flat. Maybe we'll bring him sometime with Plummer or AOC, right? Have him I in the backfield. I mean, I would love that. It, it's it, it. All it would do is is make the linebackers freeze or pause for a second, right? Well, that's what you really need to do. But and, uh, and, Brock asked right. a great, you know, that that question that you guys just had up. Why is Alamo not being considered? To me, it must say that. I mean, I I, I got to tell you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out here and say something that I haven't said to you two, at all. Okay? I love you. <laughs> now you've heard that before. The the um, I don't think we can continue to call Jeff Brom the quarterback whisperer and the offensive genius that I thought he was a couple of years ago. And and I feel let down by saying that. But until I see reason to believe that's true, he's botching the way the the quarterbacks are being handled right now. The play calling, I've been upset with it as much as I can be and still be a supportive fan for the entire season. And every week we come in and we're like, wow, that went exactly as we thought it would go, meaning no surprises, no gadget plays, nothing inventive. What? I mean, like, seriously, that's, that's, a, that's the biggest letdown for me this year is that – I was hoping for just a glimpse of the old well, Jeff Brown stuff and the, and the things that I I could go back. Remember, I'm on record saying this. All you guys in the margin, who well, I don't know what you're saying right now, but God bless you. The, just thanks for being here. But I'm on record saying over and over that I believe in Jeff Brown as a coach and I believe yeah. in him as a quarterback developer and so on and so forth. Well, I have to be honest right now, based and I have to do what I've said for a long time with you guys. I have to say things based on exactly what we're seeing right until you see something different how can you you know how can you go any other way you know i think the biggest thing um the last game the minnesota game i don't think for once i think play calling was an issue kind of every game except for uh you know yukon because that that's a fake game yeah, um but uh i think against minnesota I was actually fine with what was actually called. That was the game where execution. The first half, really right? Wouldn't you say the first half? Even the second half. No, even yeah. even both halves. I think were called okay. okay. It was a real failure of execution. I mean, like, and that's why it was a little startling to hear the, um, uh, you know, the the uh, dismissiveness when it, the quarterback question came up because. AOC took Purdue out of the game. Right. That game was there for the taking at the, even at the very, if we even take out the sacks that were essentially, you know, drive killers, mm -hmm. like there were 
three sacks that took them out of field goal range on yes. third down, which is with like at the very that's least, that's six that's points right points. there. And this right. is the problem with this team this year, right? Not scoring when down in scoring position. And the other one adding insult to injury, which is already the problem. And then was it Rice or Sheffield, or I mean, uh, Wright or Sheffield, the last kind of drive that it was, I mean, wide open, kind of slant over the middle, had a wide open lane to the uh, end zone to tie it up and overthrow him. And so to me, he missed, he missed. He missed Wright and Sheffield multiple times last game. Yep. Like and, multiple and times. I was like, he's not even seeing them. When we all talk about the great thing about uh, O'Connell is he'll throw it into a window if he sees the guy, but his, he's not seeing the, the, the field the way that we thought he would. I mean, and so that's what I'm saying. Like John, uh, John says AOC was in for accuracy, but he wasn't always accurate. That's my point is that yep, I can't, right. I don't know what, he gives like I actually was fine with the way that the yep. game was called versus yep. Minnesota. I actually thought the game plan was good, especially for the weather. It was a perfectly called game. The defense did exactly what was needed. A turnover <laughs> would have been nice, but again, the defense did what was needed, held a big 10 team to under 20 points. Um, the other Goodness. part, the other part of this is, you know, you come away in the end, you have to take into, I think the kicking game is fine. I'm not worried about oh, it. Yeah. It was the elements, which yeah. is why I said those three sacks that you, that took um, Purdue out of field goal range, you can count six points to it because right. you've got a bacon, you know, at least one. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem is when, when the quarterback you pick doesn't have the better arm, doesn't have more experience, but has accuracy and just spent an entire a really valuable game on Purdue's uh, schedule, yeah. like kind of throwing the game away. It's like or indecisioning the game away. I don't know how we don't go back to Plummer. I hope AOC proves me wrong because the last time there's the nobody last- right. That's that's the thing. The three of us go around and we'll we'll express our opinions. That's what we do. This is we're idiots. We're idiots, right? <clears throat> but we're just saying what we think, and so. We don't want to see AOC fail as a quarterback. Let, let me make that very, 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 very clear. What we want to see is everybody who's I mean, wearing black and gold to succeed. That yeah. means the coach doing a great job and he's such a hot commodity that other people want to come hire him. We want to see players on lists, you know, and, you know, we want to see guys going, doing big things and talking about going pro because they're that good. And we want to see Purdue win in a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, we the big, don't want to see indecision. We don't want to see uh, controversies. We don't see that crap at all. The last time AOC and Bell combined uh, to play Iowa, it was a drubbing. I mean, like in for Purdue, right? Three right. touchdowns last year, all from AOC. It was Purdue's one kind of really impressive win of a chaos year last year. David Bell was amazing. It was really his breakout game kind of nationally. And that was AOC throwing to him. So I hope that they can replicate that again. Maybe that's why Brahm is going with AOC, and maybe that was why it was such an obvious no. call. But to me, man, that the the further and further away I get from I got from the Notre Dame loss, the better I felt about it. And the further and further away I got from this Minnesota loss, the worse I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Which oh, was yeah. like, was wow. Loss. There's no, I mean, like there's the big, the rest of the schedule is not very scary, but that was one that oh, was there for the taking. I you know? would push back a little there. I think, and I think you are, I don't think, I think you're I'm not saying the they're going to they win, right? But they needed that. That was six, the margin. Wins, you, that yeah. was the margin for error. If we want six wins, I think we can kiss yeah. seven a, a goodbye. But if you want six wins, that Minnesota game <clears> was your margin for error. Important. And so you no longer have that. There's. IU, there's Northwestern, and there's one grab bag game of that was a you know, game, Wisconsin's man. not good, guys. This is the thing. Like, we, and, and I, by the way, I don't think they're, they're going to win. Though. I don't think they're going to win, but Against they're not good. Wisconsin? They're not Wisconsin. good. Yeah, Wisconsin. Okay. No, but uh, so let, here's here are the team. Like, let me name it for you Wisconsin, sure. Michigan State. Michigan uh, State is a game that I think it's funny. You, if you watch them play, they, they win. I know they're ranked. I know they're undefeated, right? They're one loss. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I like, know. I know all this. That anyway, said, that on. being that said, said, I just don't know if I believe it. I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, same thing. Nebraska, fine. All of yeah. these are beatable teams. One is not I, beatable, right? Two games left. I don't think they're going to win. Like, I do not think. Actually, I'd say three. Three. Don't yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. You line all of those up, and yeah. Minnesota is towards the bottom of that list, which is why it's like, yeah, man, you got like even in the rain. As well called as that was, like I hate putting it on AOC, but that was quarterback play that let that one slip away. Unfortunately, think about think about what they got. What Purdue did well in that game, defense did their job. Running game was established because that was the big one coming Mm -hmm. into that game. Can they run the ball? Like you were saying, pass to create the pass, which I thought was a brilliant idea. Seriously, Mm -hmm. but Doru gave them everything they needed, and then you have. AOC fumble fumble during a drive was deep down the field, throw an interception at the end when he's driven him pretty far deep into his own, take three sacks that were very important. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can deny that stuff. And I know there are people, we're going to get like nasty stuff on Twitter. For some reason, there is a AOC's fan club is there. They're vociferous. AOC's I don't pretty... know if there's a plumber fan club other than me. I know where you're going, Anish. I know. Land the joke. <laughs> Listen, the AOC, the AOC online presence is very vocal. You've got to. The, the, very polar the grassroots AOC. Very uh, You've got to watch out. Is, yeah. Uh, I heard he bartended. Um, <laughs> Jason Rigger tired. Uh, build a new South End Zone complex wired. Build a roof over Ross Aid. I'm, I'm, like, I'm in. I'm in. in. Um, at least over the fans like, like a pavilion not yeah. over the fans <laughs> yeah. over the, a pavilion what about a moving one that follows Purdue the, the play oh just, just Purdue. Purdue so it's yeah, over Purdue yeah, defense yeah, yeah. or offense it does analysis on the spot analysis wherever they're the most Purdue players are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just really like in baseball stadiums where it's a different length for, you know, home right. runs or like right. there's a stupid wall just that's make it getting in the way. Right. Exactly. You can just make it so that it, the ball, fo- it, the one of those concrete highway around. barriers, like yeah. at the 20, just, you know, but don't tell anybody. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Build it out of mirrors and it'll be invisible. It's fine. <laughs> Build it out of mirrors. <laughs> oh, we found the barrier. Um, as a home field advantage. No, what you're yeah. saying is build a canopy. Yes, for Purdue, like a tailgating yeah. canopy, movable canopy. Yes, that's right. Real. You can put a you can put a block they have on the it. Cameras if you want to. going by on those little cars. Is this, this exactly. isn't that hard? The technology, the, technolo- the technology is there. Surrounded by engineers too, guys. I mean, <laughs> come on. Don't make us think of everything. Um, I, and, and that's a, that's a low reason. Yeah, exactly. A roof will the, equalize the, Yeah, you got to hit liners. Well, it's like that that. Um, it actually got a feature story, I think, on ESPN.com about um, Idaho's, the Vandals, uh, their stadium. It's like in a, it's like in a fifty-gallon drum. Yeah. Like they built like a. <laughs> it's very weird. Like it's a football state. It looks like it's arena football. Is it? It doesn't. Syracuse have something similar. They play in the, the Carrier Dome. The carrier Dome. Carrier, something that's, similar. That's a lot like the Hoosier Dome used to be. That's yeah. Really, it's a, it's yeah. a full this is volume. Not that big. Uh, yeah, air pressure dome. Yeah, which is not, wild. Oh, like style, it is yeah. wild that it still exists. I think that's yeah. the last one that's still being used. I believe. Speaking of coaches that have been disappointing, man, my man Dino Babers. Like that, yeah, that's Gosh, another. I feel uh, bad. I love that guy. Me he too. Looks pitiful on the sideline too. Me looks, too. Is this how <laughs> Purdue fans, or is this how non-Purdue fans feel about Jeff Brown? Oh no, they see um, him and they're like, oh. Well, think, let's guy. think about this because because my son will bring up stuff that I've said a long time ago. Remember, I like Dave Dorn. Right, mm-hmm. Dave Dorn's been pretty rock steady, right? No, he, no, 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 no. He has not been rock. He's only sure been he rock- has. He's only been rock- No, no, no. If you only look at the no, no. record, maybe yeah. Dave Doran until this recent stretch has not been steady at all. Agreed. He's been they on have, the hot There seat. has been there have been calls for his job every every year, almost guys. every year. I know he's won yeah, eight, nine but games he's, a number of times. It's one of those like it's one of that those the coaches. Awesome no, it's one of those the coach is embarrassing, but they can't find a reason to fire him kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so no, they don't they don't like. What's Dave embarrassing about eight wins? About winning. Oh, there's plenty of ways know. that you can get to seven wins and be embarrassing. Um, and apparently, Dave Doran. Uh, you know, I need to know. I'm because all I do is I look from the outside and I go. Oh. No, it's the it's the style of play. It's the inconsistent recruiting, and he is generally an embarrassment. Um, speaking of embarrassments, Iowa Iowa is this weekend. 
Um, yeah. Speaking of so, coaches that probably shouldn't have their jobs, but everybody is still kind of ignoring this. I don't know if we have short <laughs> memories that we remember that, you know, not even six months ago, the coach at Iowa, uh, whose offensive coordinator is his son, was accused of running a blatantly racist program. Um, I don't know if we we forgot. Isn't about it weird that? how seriously I, this? The, I marvel at this how some things tend to kind of just go away, and some things never go away. This one seems like it would have been something that would have the pop culture, the media would have held on to, and yet nobody talks about it at all. Everybody right? loves Kirk Ferentz, so, and right, well, he's maybe. he does it the right way. He does it in Iowa. You know, it's the uh, you know many people have said he's a coach on the field. Anyway, he's <laughs> he's really scrappy. None of those none of he's those gritty. quarterbacks or tight ends who've come through there have seen anything that would suggest exactly offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah, all, no, they've all you, they haven't seen know, any unfounded. reason to it's wild how they are the number two team in the country. The yeah. biggest story of the last six months was broken that they were running a blatantly racist program, and one of the racist people was hired into the NFL and then kicked out almost immediately by the guy that is the current embarrassment of the NFL, Urban Meyer. How the so hell it's like, does he still have a job? I, Meyer, I'm talking about. Meyer? Oh, well, Meyer. Yeah, him getting knows? warned again and saying he really needs to shape up. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like you? I would think they got him on a moral clause, something, right? I, I mean, mean nah, the NFL. For, it Kirk Ferentz and Urban Meyer, two names that have won a lot. And if you and even if you're not winning at that, you know, at the NFL level, there are two names, and with those names comes a lot of leeway and. Um, a lot of second you know, chances. Uh, benefit of the doubt. Second chances. If yes. Meyer got fired, let's say tomorrow, for let's say he was caught humping somebody else in a bar, and they said, "We just you're embarrassing us too much, and you're zero seven or whatever," so right. you're out. He would have he would have the pick, the, the college job of his choice. Do I don't know agree? anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know anymore. Thing. I wonder if he has it. You, Absolutely. You don't think has- I think he may have blown it. I think he may have blown it, so to speak. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, <laughs> grr, got him. Got um, him. No, I, I, I don't know. No, I that. don't think like LSU, uh, USC, Miami. I don't know if any of them Absolutely. will touch them. I don't, they don't think any. Give a shit about any of that. No, they a year from now, maybe again a year from now, just like Iowa right now. A year okay. ago, it was looking like Ferentz would not come back after. Ferentz does last this. year. Ferentz does that. Every couple of years, he starts to look mortal, and then they then they do this. They start nine and zero, and they're two in the nation, or something and like mortal that. Mortal is fine, but I I think we have forgotten that he ran right. a program that was like actually harming the people that he was supposed to coach, yeah. and so it's like, what are we doing here? You know, like D'Antonio isn't a coach anymore, like mm-hmm. right, and so it's like. But we're okay with Kirk Ferentz. Anyway, no, that's my Kirk Ferentz rant. If Kirk I Ferentz, really, I have not. This niche yeah. On Ferentz. Let's say that whole, st- I think it's timing too. People get, Americans, everyone gets bored of things. If that no story doubt. broke three weeks ago or this week, I think it's a different story. It broke this time last year, didn't it? I, I thought mean, it was like, over the summer. I thought it was, oh, it was the summer. It was, it was summer. it the over the summer? Yeah, what that's is what time? I'm saying. Anyway. I think it was like a weird time in like July. It was like a weird June. time. Oh, I yes. think you're right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, like, they fired the strength coach or asked mm-hmm. him to leave or whatever it was in like July or August, which was Let's a pretty tough thing for a that program. That breaks and they're three and three. Now suddenly it's like, yep, time to move on. We got to make, it's, we're going to make a stand. The, that's here. it, Jay, right there. That's like the Bobby Knight. Uh, yeah, theory, now right? we're going to hold you. When you're that. not, when you're not getting further in the tournament, you no longer can strangle players no or yeah. shoot coaches or i mean goodness gracious like that's or berate ladies in your office he's oh god don't get me yeah yeah, yeah. it's I, true though guys i mean that's the whole thing and here's here's the thing where i think you guys are let's say let's say we're all right here about urban meyer okay i think there are some people that would say yeah i'm never we would never hire that guy now it's one thing to have uh you know benefits for players that you know now that doesn't even matter it's quite another when you get into a moral thing and publicly embarrassing a school. But I would say there is always an AD out there that'll play ball with something like that. There's always somebody be like, eh, no big deal. Guy having a good time. 
Yeah, but the question is, him. would yeah, but the question is, would fair exactly. or would um would Urban take that job? Those kind of jobs, Which job? right? So, like, if USC? Texas Tech. No, like let's say te- no. I don't no, think he's he, not taking Texas Tech. Exactly. He doesn't need to. He need exactly. To so, wh- is the li- if the line is below the likely ones this summer that'll open, which are U- uh, USC, LSU, Miami, like I don't think any of them touch him. Oh, this I think summer. you're crazy about LSU. I don't think any. I, think I don't know the AU, but I think, LSU, I think LSU is current. LSU is currently under Title IX, and they're going to use Title IX as an excuse. You know what they fire. want to do more than anything in these all the time? Beat Alabama. That's and it. that's and that's that fine. Is it. And they 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 can write the check for the uh, trillion dollar man at Texas A and M if they would like, but Urban Meyer. After, as you are under this, I really do think that you're right. Timing is everything, and maybe a year from now they wouldn't, uh, like they would days be able from to. Now, days it from now, it's all going to be no big deal. Well, well, it depends. Meyer, on what Meyer, opens. you guys, you guys act like he didn't issue a heartfelt apology. That's all he needed to do. Like it was totally <laughs> oh, convincing. Was, but uh, my 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 point coming back to this sucks. weekend is that win or lose. Number one, number two, top top five, whether they win the national championship, we should, as a Big Ten, just like we were embarrassed by Penn State, just like we were embarrassed by Michigan State, we should be embarrassed that Iowa is still run by this person. Um, and it's awful. I've never disliked Iowa before this until this broke. And it's kind of ridiculous how everybody's choosing to ignore it. So I hope Purdue... I hope Brom does the thing again where he sees Iowa and starts drooling and tears, you know, well, Iowa apart. Let, because so, Iowa, if we get to it, is not impressive. I'm so the defense is amazing. Defense the defense is, awesome. is really good. The offense is flat out yeah, terrible. I mean, fortunately, Purdue's not starting a quarterback who has interception issues. Uh, Iowa is too. Defense. But Purdue, Iowa is too. Purdue doesn't, Purdue's defense doesn't generate turnovers. That's, good that's really the problem. Right? Is that, it, this that, is the biggest part. Uh, and you know. Iowa can can generate and they're lots gonna, of turnovers. That old line is going to, I'm not saying manhandle George, but they're going to obviously do what other teams have done and hold the hell out of them. Double, one, triple team. Holding, call, one hold. It's incredible. Called it's against, incredible. And we've watched him every week. One yeah. hold. Like I isolate and, on him just to see what's yeah. happening. And well, I'm like, and now some of the photographers are stupid. Um, um, Budo has been taking pictures of him. I think it's him. Yes. Other and just saying, look at this and posting like, and it's like three guys like, hold, like, you know, like he's in a, like he's being taken down by three, you know, security guards at a nightclub. Well, it's kind like, of stinks like a little bit as much as we think the the defense has come along that they can afford defense can their offensive lines can afford to double and triple team him and then the other guys aren't exploiting that and getting sacks. That when it happens like, you know, I think right. Johnson got attacked, well, I got shows. a sack that way, right? Um if you have a triple team on a dude and we've got photographic and video evidence over and over he's getting triple teamed. Other guys should be able to feed. The the, ter- the takeaways are important, and especially against Iowa, they're important. But yeah. you can't score 13 points in 2021 for three straight games and win. I mean, like the defense for Where is that offense, there's man? you need turn you need turnovers, you need sacks, you need you know you need some kind you of takeaways. Plays. But we need offense, and it's wild Any how we can any way to get it. It's yeah, wild how we can count on the defense. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the over under is, J Money, but like, you know, like bet the under <laughs> on this game. Well, um, I bet you it's. I'll take a look, but I'll bet you it's a really low. <clears throat> you think? Uh, yeah, like yeah. mid forties, probably. Yeah, I bet you without looking, I bet you it's forty five to forty eight, which is yeah. extremely low for college football. But I bet yeah, if you it's forty eight, if it's forty eight, go under because it's been twenty to mid twenties. I think I got an over under for you guys. I got an over under for you guys. Yes. I'm going to give you 15 points as Purdue over-under offense. I think over. I think it's a great oh. over-under. Yeah, I think it's a great but I think, I think not too not too much, but I'll take the Oh, over. look what Iowa's allowing. This is why I say that. Look at what Iowa's allowing and what we've seen from Purdue for three straight games. 13, 13 points a game for three games. Uh, the, only, the only solace that we can take on the offensive side of things is that they are without their top cornerback. And David Bell and Jeff Brom have torn Iowa up yeah. every single time they've played them. Yeah. I, and, that, and that's kind of the, the, the inverse of the theorem about Wisconsin, right? Because you're saying, okay, we know Brom can beat Iowa. Yeah. He's done it. And, uh, and, I, and I understand that. Well, I just have a hard time believing this version of Iowa won't have an easy time containing this version of the Purdue offense. So 
maybe, over, but uh, like, yeah. Uh, Iowa by 11 and a half. Um, over under is 43. Now that's, <laughs> <laughs> that is low for college football. College football is routinely in the 50s and 60s, which is ludicrous when you then look on Sundays because 40 something is typical in the NFL. Um, 43. So- if Iowa wins 14 to 30, uh, you pick the over, you barely win. And that seems to me exactly what will happen. I don't think I, I will think, put up 30 points. I think it'll be 20 to 13, something like that. Something like that is more likely. I th- Iowa is last in the Big Ten in total offense and points scored. Mm. Iowa's offense is bad. How is Iowa's defense in scoring points? Oh, they are they are the number one in takeaways. I mean, they'll score once or twice. Great, McMahon has put it up in the sidebar a little while ago. They have sixteen interceptions. Yeah, try that on for size. Sixteen. I'm trusting Greg's uh, research because, as everyone knows, we don't we don't spot this. It's ridiculous. It's it's sterling. It's impeccable. Sixteen interceptions. Man, that's uh, I'm actually yeah saying it exactly as he posted it. Because it requires exclamation points. That 16. is insane. And they played like six games, almost three interceptions a game. I can even do that math. And that's Quick why it's Impressive. like, I don't know. You know, at AOC, a lot of his interceptions, his interception, you know, numbers are a little bit skewed because some of them are not, you know, some of them were, yeah. you know, it I is what, okay. that being said, he has been, he has been mistake prone, like recently. I, I just don't like ever saying that because um, Rondell Moore and David Bell also give you more completions because of what they can do. David so Bell, you, it, yeah. I'm saying it swings both ways. I'm saying you're those right. kinds of talents. Right. right. Part you know, of the, you're part like, of the oh, those interceptions shouldn't be his fault. Uh, yeah. Okay. But some of the catches absolutely shouldn't be made, and they are. So, uh, you know, it evens out in the wash, and he throws more picks. And, and I'm not saying that's a reason to not play him. He also, as we've said, the, the plus side is he's not afraid to do to go for the target he should go for. And that's right. great. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, Plummer has shown a little bit of hesitancy to do that. All that said, right I now. said before Minnesota, I wanted Plummer in there still. I still to want me, him in there. To yeah. me, the, this year, still. this year, Plummer being in versus Iowa would make sense. If yeah. you're going to have a guy manage the game and not throw 100%. 100% agree. But but should they play that way against Iowa? I guess they should because that defense is just too scary. To start this is not – yeah, right. This is not Notre Dame to me. This is not take a shot. You take a shot at Iowa, they're going to make you pay. Yep. Yeah. So what do you got to do? Keep it. So, so basically what I mean, you're saying and, is expect Brom to do what he's been doing and keep it close. Try to yes. try to play. Yes. See, that's not – you're not going to win that way. You're not going to win in Go Iowa for the tie. Way. Go for the tie. <laughs> the tie. The Jim Coletto tie. That's right. It's one point for a tie in the standings, right? Yes. Um, So, I mean, the, the, I don't know how they win. I I mean, I gotta, I like, if they win, I don't know what the formula is for winning. This is, that's That's it. David success has been surprising against Iowa. Wouldn't you agree? Like he does not fear. I, I I could absolutely (laughs) see Iowa falling behind early on a David Bell score sure. mm-hmm. and yep. the quarterback, and what's, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, is quite Petrus, yeah. um, yeah. is bad. He's bad. How and you having, not good. he's, and having him drop back is how Purdue wins. That's good. There yeah. is a path to good. do that. That mm-hmm. being said, AOC threw the game away against Minnesota and we're still going with him. And it's, it wasn't like, Jay Money, like you were saying earlier, yeah. we moved to AOC because he made quick decisions. Right. Yep. And he took three drive killing sacks right. because yep. he couldn't even not throw making the, the ball quick away. decision. Not making the quick, not doing the one thing that we know he can do. So, so then you have to go talent versus talent. And there's nobody that can tell me that AOC has a bigger arm. Yeah. I know people that are drinking or huffing paint say that. It's not true. <laughs> It is not true. And Plummer's pocket presence is better. He yeah. feels pressure. He doesn't just drop back, not feel it, get crumpled. Right. The way the way to do it is Bell scores early, is a sack or a takeaway, and you know, a big play generated probably by Burton, like a trick play that executes Burton's arm. That's how Purdue can win like basically score 20 points and win against Iowa, which is really like what that be, that is a plausible thing to see. Uh, But I am just, I have to, I suppose we have to have faith in Brom choosing AOC here, but, and I hope, I hope all of us are proven wrong, 
but I am not sure. I am not sure um, that I see, like, I think the decision to start AOC is why I am picking Iowa in this game, even though I spelled out why I really don't think that they are good. I don't think that they're a moral program, but I also don't think that their offense is very good despite their defense being historically great. Um, and I could absolutely see a way that Jeff Brown goes to four and one against Kirk Ferentz, but gosh, all the, all the so, moral so, stuff, like you guys know where I stand on moral things generally. I, I, you know, care about it's, them, it's, know. it's disgusting to see stuff oh. happening like what happened in Iowa. It's disgusting to see what's happened, you know, in much of the college football world. I think Jeff Brom has done a great job being completely clean, being somebody who you, you how can you not enjoy the guy? Like the fact that he, mm-hmm. he supports Purdue. We all love him right in between the white lines this year. Just like, we're like, what is he doing? And that's, and that's the thing that's so hard for me to, to swallow we're back in the position where I'm like, okay, what's the definition of the program right now? I mean, I would say what it looks like is Jeff Brom can still pull a big recruit every now mm-hmm. and again. That's a big deal. Oh, I mean, the Goodness, future the, looks nice. Yes. Like, you know, and kind of on paper, it looks that nice. For years. We have, but, and, this, and then there's no depth. There's no depth that's been developed. We're in year five. I'm like airing all the things I've been thinking, but I'm sorry. Like, there's no depth. Thing. You don't yeah, grudge my gears. You don't like grudge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the um the injuries, they happen in football. They happen to Penn State. They happen to Iowa. Injuries happen in football. That's the yep. deal. And so yep. the sad thing is Purdue doesn't have any depth to take it. And you're in year five, and you can't just say, oh, shucks, we're little old Purdue. You're still playing in the Big Ten. Time to put on your big boy pants. Well, and somebody, I, have. somebody, I, have I think I saw on Twitter. I can't remember where it was. But there was a, there was a you know, when some of these, these, these high-profile commitments – I think it was the most recent guy. I'm forgetting his name, mm-hmm. the quarterback that, that chose Purdue. But somebody yeah. said, you know, what the difference between this team and the team that was just honored, the 2000 team, is the linemen. Yep. The offensive line is not mm-hmm. being yeah. recruited the way that it was back then. Right. And <clears throat> if Brom, it'd be great to keep getting the gets he lands, but but you've got to figure out how to work. And, and I think that's other position coaches recruiting. Go ahead, Anish. What were you PJ say? Fleck is a joke. That being said, yet, everywhere PJ Fleck goes, there's flash and all of this. It is on the field. He cultivates linemen and yeah. single, like you know, single unit offensive lines yeah. functioning together. Like that is what his specialty. And is. if you really look at what the, it's funny, like what you're saying, the the dichotomy of PJ Fleck, the personality, he's annoying and he's horrible, and he's got all this other sideshow crap happening on the field. They're just like boom, boom. They're it's like Wisconsin. It, it, exactly. It reminds me of a Wisconsin light where right. it is just like the offensive line are not as big as Wisconsin, but they're yep. just as effective. And when, you, and when you do that and you build your foundation that way in the Big Ten, you win seven or eight games a year. Mm-hmm. And and when everything falls right, you go 11 and two can, like they did a couple right? years ago. Yeah. Right? I mean, and he did the same thing at Central. It wasn't or was it, no, uh, sorry, wherever he what was the Western Michigan. Direct, yeah, directional Michigan. Um, and so it's I like, think I think you're going to be forgiven for that. I think you even have the same colors happening there. So yeah, exactly. Like, I think yeah. that's why. But we yeah. played. I love that. Um, Lefevre is that yeah. his name? Oh, Dan Do you remember him? Purdue played him twice in nine months. They played three him in no, the, no, no, three times, three times in a year. Yeah, because oh, bowl game on the schedule, bowl game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best, unreal, it so and it was Painter. Uh, like I think going up against him, and there was no defense being played. No, no one cares. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it was in the 40s. 47, so Yeah, it was. It was one of those where you're like, whew, man, glad yeah. they won that game. Like, that was a Curtis Painter special, though. Let's be honest. I love it. Uh, we I love, love beating it. teams like that. Uh, the, I mean, so the other thing is that, you know, always talk about foundation building and always talk about this. I mean, I've been seeing idiot um, kind of columns, you know, written about, like, you know, the hot seats and things like that, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, or just touching on it. And it's like, you know, Brom has... Purdue fans being reminded of the Hazel time. And I was like, okay, that's no, somebody who didn't a, watch Hazel football. Exactly. So let's like, you know, we are the, it's the same 
this is the same frustrations we had of Matt Painter in 2016, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is yeah. like the best version of Purdue is the is like the better Matt Painter. There's nobody that we could hire at Purdue that would have been better than better Matt Painter, right? There's I think nobody that's, that, that's a good accurate statement. There's no top of the line Matt Painter is is excellent. There's nobody that I love top of the line Matt Painter. <laughs> Who I love fat you know Peter. exactly who's who's eating <laughs> we know donuts, going there who's <laughs> who's got his hoagies on deck exactly he's got a he's got a snack his snack ready snack to go. hoagie is in the fridge it's always yeah. ready to go and by the way if we're doing a quick check on uh, the Matt Painter oh we're getting a good season this yes year. Uh, <laughs> but that being said the best version of Purdue football is if if a better Jeff Brom and that's what we're asking for right. we've seen it before. That's a like, fair take. That's a fair take. Iowa, again, is what every year he has one of these wins that kind of reminds you. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. Are they what's after that Minnesota loss? What I wanted to say to you guys is for the rest of the schedule, what's the game they're going to win that they shouldn't? And I actually actually was going to say, I think it's more likely to be Wisconsin than this one. I, I think mean, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Michigan State, yeah. Yeah, Michigan State's the one. To me, Wisconsin, you should almost win. Michigan State, I think, is the one you shouldn't win. And they're not going to. Let me just be clear. I mean, here's why I think. think, Okay, here's the thing Jeff Brom is pretty good at. Minnesota was at home, too, Anish. That's why I said it was versus non explosive offenses. They really are. They generally are. So was Minnesota. Who are we playing this weekend? Right. Non explosive offense. You say it's Iowa. Anish is going out. It's Iowa. I am all right. I, I would have predicted that if we would have gotten, if I would have been more confident in AOC, because I can absolutely see. <laughs> you know, I would have predicted Iowa a win in Wisconsin, if, though. I would have predicted a win if I thought I can. I will never pick a win against. I cannot yeah, pick a win versus Wisconsin. I can't I, do. I'm, it. Not, I'm not. To be clear, I'm not picking a win against Wisconsin. But I'm saying, if you're looking at of the games left that he shouldn't win, what one do you think there's a better chance of? Of all of them, I say Wisconsin. I don't I think state Michigan state. Probably, I love the history or Nebraska. Within, yeah. I love the history with, so here's the thing, right? We've talked about this before Ohio state, Purdue fans, Purdue teams across generations. They're never worried when Ohio state's coming to Purdue. There's a weirdness. Ohio state players have admitted it. Okay. Same thing with Iowa. I think Purdue is a program going to Iowa, especially under hope and Brom. Cause you made jokes on from the hopeful Danny account. I remember one, you said called Tiller to ask him, you know why he never wanted Iowa like I do. I don't think he thought it was as funny as I did, but it's true. <laughs> Hope could beat them. Hope could beat Ferentz. Brom could beat Ferentz. And I think didn't I don't know if someone put it in our Twitter timeline, but there's Iowa fans saying I'm more worried about the Purdue game than Good. Penn State. Good. I I feel right. about Iowa as you feel about Nebraska. I want nothing more than to just destroy them when they are number two for the first time in thirty something years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would, I would love it because that program, just like Michigan State last year, just like I continue to rail against Michigan State. Hey, by the way, Tom Izzo is still a coach at Michigan State. It's a cesspool like, still. Just still, still hamming it up yeah. for the cameras. The yeah. Michigan State still exists as an athletic department. Yeah. I want <laughs> that's nothing. the bigger thing. Turn that I, place to glass, man. That place that was deep. <laughs> I want nothing more than to beat Iowa because I do not like Kirk Ferentz. I do not like everybody that enjoys turning a blind eye to this. I do not like that everybody has been allowed to forget about this. And that offense is bad. So I would love it if the one win this year that reminds us like, oh, yes, that's why best Jeff Brom is Purdue's best option. It, It would be Iowa. I mean, well, here's something to uh, here's going back to the quarterback and that offense, kind of bringing a bunch of things together. Let's not forget Iowa's big, horrible quarterback is a four star quarterback. It's amazing to me. And that's a guy that everybody says rocket arm. You watch how that ball comes out of his hands and then it goes so fast at a dude's feet. Like it is <laughs> like it's a heat seeking <laughs> missile for shoelaces. <laughs> Look, he's completed. 60% of his passes, which is not great. He's yeah. thrown for 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns, two picks. But, but, you know, he's not asked to win games. No, he's so not asked to win games. No. So he does what he needs to do, and that's where, you know, um, Purdue. He's hard, he, I think he's hard to bring down uh, because he's he's so big and strong. Because I think he's like he's like 6'5", isn't he? He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big dude. He's I'd love, yeah, I'd love a big 233. Mercy. I mean, but 
That's like, we'll see. That's like a niche size. Yeah, Purdue is Solid wearing. Muscle. Oh, did you see? Purdue is wearing gold helmets, yep. the traditional golds that I really like. White oh, jerseys, me, but they're on the road. So what are you going to do? And um, the gray pants, which they haven't worn in years, according to our friend at Boiler Uniform. Oh, well, oh, they know they're going they to beat, Iowa. They beat Iowa in yes. those gray pants with yes. Mahungu. Yes. Well, they know they know no black. The pants, the Iowa. pants are the good luck charm. Nobody even hears my jokes. Oh, you say no blacks. <laughs> Purdue knew, got to come in all white at Iowa. It's not allowed. They it's in the bylaws. We can't right. put any black on. Right. They don't like it there. It's in like the bylaws. You don't know if you'll be able to get back on the buses. Join us this weekend as I attempt to thread the needle on Twitter with these jokes. <laughs> right. Good luck. Good luck. We're gonna get shut down. No, no, they'll all be little like Iowa fans aren't sensitive about any no, of this. Are they? No, I mean, they're totally no. I, in fact, they love us. Too. I can't think of one time where Iowa fans have locked horns with us for for something for that jokes. seemed innocuous for jokes, <laughs> for jokes. Yeah. And they're supposed to be the funny guys in the they, Big Ten blogosphere. Yeah. Not so funny when they get they like uh, a niche, they like a niche, which is do. weird for an Iowa, uh, right? Yeah, Maybe but I'm the right, Maybe I'm the right hue. I, you know, it's not the, the... H-U-G-H, you mean? Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> um, so everybody feels good is what we're saying. Oh, it feels great. I um, hate Iowa, did, man. We did. So so we're at the 45-minute mark, and we all have stuff to do. So yeah. I did want to say um, we didn't get a whole lot on Twitter because we didn't give anybody any heads up. But um, uh, Trip Truman does say big three-game stretch for our beloved Boilers. Am I crazy to think we can win two of the next three? Which, let me just remind you, is Iowa... Wisconsin, Nebraska. So, is it possible? Sure, sure. sure. I if, if there is one in that trio, I will be thrilled. If there's one in that trio, and I two will of be, them, I are... will be exactly where I think they should be if they get one. Yeah, yep. exactly. Well, think they should be or will be. I mean, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lose. Uh, you'd have to say they're gonna lose the Iowa and Wisconsin. Um, I do think both of them, if you want to feel optimistic going into those and you want to say, I think there's a path to beating them, as Anish said, then I completely agree there is. This is not a Wisconsin under Hazel or whatever, where you know it's a 62 to no. 10 loss. No. Um, and then if they, they know get Jonathan the, Taylor, thank God. Well, the problem is if they get beat up this week and next week and then they got to go play at Nebraska, that's a little, you really don't want Nebraska but, after but two shellac. Shouldn't we have but, the inverse that if, if, if a bye week makes you unhealthy and you're unhealthy leaving the Iowa game on a normal <laughs> week, shouldn't you be really Wisconsin, healthy? Wisconsin, you'll By be all transitive property. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be no yeah. problem. Horvath will be back. Maybe one of the guys who's been doomed for the for the season. Horvath will be back. actually might be back, right? Like eventually. Yeah. Yeah. He could, you know, he could be back. He could be back, Wisconsin. Oh, that's that's be. nice. Yeah, yeah, and Daru looked okay. Daru's the quickest already. scenario. Daru's probably going to play. Daru's okay. probable. I think, yes. Because they Drew said he's play. going. He's going like ninety percent in practice. Um, but they're they're. Well, that's what Trice did, and he blew his knee out. So maybe hey, 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 so... hey! Negative, bro. Jeez, I know, Negative. I know. That's Trice would have been real nice to get. I mean, he would have been a nice turnover uh, against this quarterback. But yeah. anyway, I don't think um, I was going to throw the ball a lot. I would love it if we force them to. If David Bell them forces them to. You'd have to yeah. be up a lot to force Dude, them to. Dude, Ferentz doesn't do this. He's just like, he is completely okay with the stressful close game. And I think he thinks that he doesn't need to do that versus Purdue anyway. So, I mean, let, <sighs> me, look, let me look here. He has thrown. So they beat Iowa State 27 17 on 9 uh, 11. And he went 11 of 21 for 106. <laughs> Um, they, you, he's bad, man. Yeah, he's bad. He is pretty bad, but they beat Penn state 23, 20. That was a comeback win. Let's not forget he was against the back, against a backup quarterback that looked like he didn't get any reps. Right. He, right. He, well, he went 17 of 31 for 195 completion percentage of 54.8. Nice. Touchdowns and a pick. So nice. yeah. Um, need George yeah. to get in his face one time and just kind of disrupt his motion. Does make him think Just George to, Cause you know, why like, would you ever want to be a quarterback? I see <laughs> all of these terrifying defensive linemen. And I it's like, why? Even. I think more than I, I just, not just be a quarterback. A I think I'd be okay with a drop back quarterback, but being like, you know, a, a mobile quarterback is makes no sense. To me. No, no. Like saying, we're going to call your number one out every four or five plays. No way. Bless yeah, like, Burton for, de- for dealing with this, but goodness, exactly. no, thank goodness you. Gracious. Um, anyway, 
I hate Iowa. I'm going to say something because I've been negative the whole time. I will say the thing that I think AOC is notably better over Plummer is the deep ball. Okay. People and, and like, I think he throws a beautiful fade really. And he actually throws it. He throws it. Plummer doesn't throw it. And when he does, even in warmups, I always watch Plummer throwing deep balls. And it's like, it's way too far, (laughs) like way too low. Guys can't get to it. Here's the other part. I've heard media say if uh, ESPN said that uh, if Iowa plays a team with a lot of speed on the outside, they can get beaten. The problem is I don't I don't see Rondell Moore walking through that door, right? So there's no that really there's no burner. I know, so especially the with the scene still again is fast. out of the picture to me. Right, right is fast and right. I mean, that was one of the big, you know, one of the bright spots of the Minnesota game. One of the very I, or I two, two speed, of the bright spots. You're going to say Sheffield's the fastest. Sheffield, guy available. yeah. Right yeah. now, with you see now, yeah. By the way, Marcellus Moore, exciting news for him to leave and come back and leave and come back and leave and come back and now he's fully in the transfer portal. It's very strange. So it's oh, great that strange. I put all the eggs in that basket too, where I said that's the guy I'm excited about. There we, we go. Got you There's seen. the guy. We still, not we only can he not hold on to back. football, he does, can't hold on to a commitment to stay or leave a school. Come on. It's fine. It'll be fine. I hate Iowa. I hope we win. We probably won't, but I just – I could see it happening, and I just hope that – Purdue. If Purdue wins, man, you guys are going to be talking yourselves into oh. Wisconsin. I don't I – no. if Purdue wins, I no. will just be celebrating. My odds of never losing talk Wisconsin go up. Yeah. I you will think? never talk myself into Wisconsin. Right. Show me. Show me. You got you to have it happen before I can pick it. Because then I'll have a reason to believe. Right now, I have no reason to believe. So I'm I am predicting a teen, you know, a high teens to low twenties loss. Yep. Uh, anybody anybody uh, refute that? Nope. Nah. Twenty to thirteen. That's my call. Mm. Okay. I think I think he, I think we oh I think we get up to sixteen, but then it's uh, yeah. 22 yeah. to sixteen. Some exactly. stupid ass. Some that would be horrible if they're within score. a score and never yeah. get close enough to actually win the game. Right? Yeah. They're just like at the, in the twenty, the other side. They can't move it because well, Iowa decides to ratchet down at that point. When you look at the the, they're favored by eleven and a half, and it's an over under of forty three, which sort of suggests it's gonna be like a thirty to ten game, which is weird because Iowa's not gonna score that much. No, they're not, and, and they're bad. It's, so I would take the I would take Purdue to cover, but I can't see anything. But seventeen that. to seven is a cover. Yeah, right. Like which could happen. Another waste of a Saturday, but I there is a path for it. Waste and of a Saturday. There is a path for it, and Brom has sh- Brom's done it before against Ferentz, and this year would be the sweetest win against him. So, um, anyway. Thanks for joining us randomly on a Friday at, at lunchtime. Nothing like a Friday midday, early afternoon delight, handsome yeah. hour. Unplanned. I love you guys. <laughs> Good afternoon.